Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm your host, Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and this is your Monday, Wednesday, Friday AM podcast as a part of the BehindTheSteelCurtain.com audio platform. Just a quick reminder, if you listen, wherever you listen to your podcast, please subscribe. If you're on iTunes, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, Make sure you do whatever you have to. So on Spotify, it's following, it's subscribing on iTunes, whatever the case is for all those other platforms, make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss anything as it relates to our audio platform. And if you listen on iTunes, and we know that over half of our listeners, about 55% of our listeners listen on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please, please, please take a moment, give us a five-star rating if you like the content, and then give us a good comment as well. If you enjoy the content because it helps all with our exposure, getting ourselves out there, that does promote and help us in a long way, in a large way. So a lot of people always ask, hey, Jeff, how can I help the how can I help the podcast platform? Share it, share it with friends that, you know, share it on your social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it. It all helps. It all helps. And before I say anything else, as it relates to the Pittsburgh Steelers upcoming game against the Philadelphia Eagles in week five. A big shout out to, as Brian Anthony Davis called him, our house band, the Jerry Cherry Band. That is the individual who provides all of our music outside of the live mic. The live mic, Mike went and got his own stuff. I'm not sure where he got that. But all of our other intros that you hear from my show 
to the stat geek to the touchdown under all those shows. Boom. The Jerry cherry band. You can check him out on Twitter and check him out on YouTube. You can find out all this whole channel. Big appreciation, big shout out to him. So let's get this thing started. The the headline and the title of this episode and this title, uh, this podcast is it's time for the Steelers offense to fly. And that's a play on words based on the fact of, you know, the, the Eagles fly, Eagles fly. The Eagles are coming to Heinz Field this Sunday, one o'clock kickoff on Fox. Remember, the visiting team carries coverage. So it's an NFC opponent. They're on the road. It's going to be a Fox game. I'm not sure who has the who's doing the game in regards to the announcers and play by play, et cetera. But it's time for the Steelers offense to fly. Just take a look here and let's look at the Steelers offensive statistics through three games. Okay, so I'm not going to be looking at overall rankings because the Steelers didn't play in week four. We know that. Don't need to talk about that. But just look at the team offense after three games played. Okay, here's the numbers. Yards per game. They're averaging 382 yards per game. Not bad. It's the middle. It's basically middle of the road. Maybe a, just a just a tick above. Passing yards per game, 242.3. Well, that's it's in the bottom half of the league. Rushing yards per game, 139.7. Okay, 139.7, that's actually top 10. And then points per game, 26.7, and that, again, is about middle of the road. Offensively, you look at all the statistics, it is basically a middle-of-the-road offense. But when I think about this, when I think about this team, this Steelers 2020 Roethlisberger and the wide array of weapons that he has at his disposal, I can't stop thinking about how at a time where yards, especially passing yards and points are through the roof statistically, the Steelers are going to have to, at some point or another, wake up and start joining the teams that are doing that. I'm not saying they have to put up 40 points, but at the same time, my goodness, when you're averaging 26.7 after three games, there was a time where fans would be ecstatic and they'd say, yes, 26.7, are you serious? This is great. Don't forget back when Todd Haley was the offensive coordinator, the goal was to average 30 points per game. That was the goal. There are some individuals and there's some teams that are just setting absorbent marks throughout the first quarter of the regular season. For crying out loud, Dak Prescott in Dallas is on pace to actually throw for over 6,000 passing yards. Think about that. And so when you have penalties are down, especially holding, they're not throwing the flags as much. You should expect the Steelers offense to finally start to wake up. It's time for the Steelers offense to fly. I know they're coming off a bye. I know you heard it from Ben Roethlisberger on Wednesday. You heard about it from Juju Smith-Schuster on Wednesday afternoon after practice about they really felt like they were gelling, that the offense was really working well together, and then they have that unexpected break. I, I get it. I understand the frustration. That's not going to be an excuse. It, can, it cannot be an excuse. The Steelers' offense is going to have to break out sooner or later, and it might as well be this week. And it's not going to be easy. I don't want people to think for a second that the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense is a great matchup for the Eagles. 
It could be, and we're going to get to that, but the de- the defensive front, especially for the Philadelphia Eagles, is tremendous. In four games, they lead the NFL with 17 sacks. Who's second? Pittsburgh with 15. Pittsburgh's also played one last game. But still, they get after the quarterback. So can the Pittsburgh Steelers actually move the ball, and can they actually go out there, execute a game plan, score early, score often, force Carson Wentz to throw the ball, you're not going to run it. You got to throw it to get back in it. In which case, with that offensive line, which is so beat up and bruised, they might make him a sitting duck back there in week five at Heinz Field. But let's go back and let's talk about the Steelers and let's talk about how they need to up their game as it pertains to this game on Sunday. So let's look at Ben Roethlisberger's statistics after three weeks. So he has 777 yards. Wow, all those sevens. Great number. 777 yards. He has had 109 attempts. His completion percentage is at 67%. He's thrown seven touchdowns, only thrown one interception. He's been sacked five times and still has the longest pass play from scrimmage, I believe, heading into week four that was. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there was one longer than 84 yards, and that was the bomb to Chase Claypool uh, against the Denver Broncos. Those numbers are great. Those numbers are great. I, I guarantee I said this in an article earlier this week for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I said, if you were to ask anyone, find a random Steeler fan on the, off the street wearing a hat, wearing gear, say, hey, can I ask you a couple questions about the upcoming Steeler season? And they say, sure. Would you be happy if I told you that after three games, Ben Roethlisberger would have thrown for 777 yards, completing almost 70% of his passes, has thrown seven touchdowns to one pick? Would you be happy? And we would all say the same thing. Heck yeah. Think about it. He's been off for almost an entire calendar year. And then he comes back and he's got to get back into the rhythm. He's got to make sure his arm's healthy. We all know that. But at the same time, is he able to actually make the throws? He's proven that now. But for some reason, there's still something that's missing. There's still something missing. So you look at Roethlisberger and you look at, I'll give you an example. The last time they played, week three, Houston Texans at Heinz Field. He had at least two passes. I believe both of them were to James Connor. I'm not James Connor. James Washington. He had a step on his defender and he overthrew it. You know, people talked about Roethlisberger's arm potentially being stronger than it was before the injury. Well, I think I, I know I was one that said, does he still have the deep ball after having his elbow reconstructed? Yeah, he still has it. He's got to get that dialed in. It's going to take some time. When he starts to get into rhythm there, it's going to open everything else up. You've seen some passes being thrown behind receivers. It's just timing. It's rhythm. It's getting in, getting with his team and making sure. So maybe the bye week, as much as he bemoaned it, Vance McDonald did the same thing on Thursday morning when he spoke with the media saying, you know, we were angry. We were disappointed. Eric Ebron was on Adam Schefter's podcast, and he talked about how they were just starting to gel, and then they got to take a break. I get all of that. But maybe just maybe this week off, but it wasn't just a normal bye week for Roethlisberger. He actually was able, he was practicing with the team. He's working on his timing. He's working on those routes. He's working on those deep passes and getting everything kind of dialed in because they thought they were going to play. They thought they were going to play up until Thursday and then they find out the game gets postponed. So this was not a week where they say, okay, Ben, just take a week off, man. Enjoy it. Let your, let your body rest. We need you for the stretch run. This was a, we need to get ready to play. The NFL told us we need to get ready to play. So we're going to get ready to play. Roethlisberger was going through his typical 
preparation for a week and then it gets ripped out from underneath them. But I think that's, that's important to note because I think that ultimately when you look at the Steelers and you look at the way that they prepare and you look at Roethlisberger and his career, I think that they absolutely could be well on their way as it pertains to, you know, coming off of the bye with some semblance of cohesiveness, being together and looking good, looking better than the last time we saw them in week three. So Roethlisberger can definitely up his game in a lot of different ways. I think this is a game where the passing game is going to be, it's going to be the way that they win. I just don't see them running the ball that well against Philadelphia. They have a good rush defense, top 10 unit. But I I think that if they're going to win this game, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense is going to fly. Like I said, they are going to have to utilize a couple niches, niches in the offense that it was kind of talked about with Mike Tomlin on Tuesday at his press conference, especially like the no huddle and the hurry up. If the Steelers can prevent the Eagles from substituting, they love to substitute their defensive front. They have seven or eight players that they literally rotate through. One of them being Javon Hargrave. Fletcher Cox is still dominant at his, uh, as a veteran in the league. If you can prevent them from substituting, keep them on the field, run your no huddle. The Steelers have the weapons to make this work. But Mike Tomlin said it on Tuesday. I'll reiterate what he said right now. You have to be efficient. In other words, yeah, the no huddle in theory sounds great. The no huddle on paper will work just fine. But if you go out there and you don't execute, what are you doing? You're setting yourself up for third and long. You're going to have to huddle up. They're going to substitute. And suddenly all of the plans that you had in place become null and void. Period. Okay. So I don't know if this is a game where you want to stretch the field necessarily. I think this is one of those games where if you can get a couple receivers and they have those receivers in Washington and they have that receiver in Claypool, even though he's young and even though he only has six receptions on the year, they can get vertical. They can be a vertical threat. And then once you do that, that's when you attack underneath. You attack with the crossing routes with Deontay Johnson. Juju Smith-Schuster, Eric Ebron, and even Vance McDonald can get into the mix as well. But when you look at the yards per reception for the Steelers' main receivers, okay, Juju Smith-Schuster, now he does have 17 catches, but he's only averaging 9.4 yards per reception. Deontay Johnson, 14 receptions. And remember, he did not even have a catch in Week 3 because he left with a concussion, and he has 10.6 yards per reception. Chase Claypool is a different beast because he has... 151 yards on six catches because he had that 84 yard bomb averaging 25.2 and that's first in the league, but he's only had six catches. This is the game we talk about. It's time for the Steelers offense to fly. In my opinion, this is the game where you let the rookie loose. This is the game where you say, you know what? Claypool, you're going to be playing a lot and we're going to be running a lot. We're going to try to spread out this Philadelphia defense, and we're going to try to pick our spots. But the one thing the Steelers cannot do with Chase Claypool, because even though his snaps have been going up by very small increments, you can't make him an obvious tell for the offense. And this is something that Dave Schofield would get so angry about last season. They put Zach Banner out there. Number 72 is eligible as he'd wipe his, wipe his jersey for the official to see. And they would never throw out of that package. It was always a run. Well, guess what? A defense is going to be smart enough. There's going to be coordinators that are looking at film and say, they never throw when 72 is on the field. 
on the flip side of that argument is you cannot have Chase Claypool be the one guy that, oh, number 11's on the field, he's going deep. You can't do that because once you have him, and he is not, by the way, some might say, well, he's a one-trick pony. No, he's not. He is not a one-trick pony. This is not Mike Wallace 2.0. He's not as fast as Wallace, but he is a player that can run other routes. He is more of a weapon. He can definitely utilize his body in the red zone. He is more than just a deep threat. Let's put it that way. Get Claypool on the field and see what he can do, but you can't just put him out there and have him run vertical routes. If you do that and you cause a safety to shift to his side, that's fine. You're going to have one-on-one on the opposite side. So whether it's Juju or James Washington or Deontay Johnson, they should be able to win their one-on-one matchup. However, you can't just always say, well, when Claypool's on the field, defenses are going to be wise. They're going to they're going to sniff that out really quick, and then all of a sudden it's not going to work. Now, if they don't decide to shift a man to his side, that's when you'll see Roethlisberger take a shot. He has already taken shots to Claypool on more than one occasion. He's connected on more than one occasion. So the Steelers have a, a joker, so to speak, in their back pocket, and that joker is Chase Claypool. In my opinion, it is time for them to let him loose. Get him on the field more. If it means that you give Juju or James Washington especially a couple plays off or you don't run two tight ends as often and you run more receivers, you know, three and four receiver packages, I understand it's going to make you vulnerable to the pass rush, but if you're able to get the ball out of your hands quickly, you're going to see that Chase Claypool is a definite asset to your offense. Think back to week three. And he did fumble the football out of bounds, but it was just a quick wide receiver screen. And automatically you saw just how big, strong, and imposing Chase Claypool is with the ball in his hand. You cannot teach that. He's six foot four, 230 pounds, runs a four, four, 40 yard sprint. My goodness, this is a freak of an athlete. The Steelers need to utilize him. And if you get him going, it's only going to open up everything else for Juju and Deontay and Ebron and Vance McDonald. I can't stress enough the Steelers also. The last point here for the offense to really get going, utilize James Conner in the passing game. Okay, so I talked about how the receivers, it's, it's definitely unique. Steelers fans are not used to this. Steelers fans are still, I feel like, caught in that Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell mold. The Killer Bees were awesome. They were awesome. They produced. When they were in their primes in Pittsburgh, it was just a ton of fun to watch. This is not that offense. This is the offense that is literally going to say, we're going to spread the ball around. We're not going to force it to one one person. If you're open, you're going to get the ball. You win your matchup, you're going to get the ball. So this is different. But the one thing they could glean from those Killer Bees was back in 2014 and back in 2015 when they would just get Le'Veon Bell, who would be in pass protection. He would just slip out of the backfield. It would be a little dump off, and it would be a big gain. This is that defense. This is that defensive front that's going to want to pressure, pressure, pressure. So you can kill them by getting those little slip screens out on the side, get James Conner just behind that line of scrimmage, and you can make some big plays. And that's going to also help ease off the pass rush. The Steelers have the team to counteract this Philadelphia pass rush, and they just need to do it. Get James Conner, who does have good, he has good hands. He can catch the football. He can get you yards after the catch. This offense is versatile enough that there is no reason, in my opinion, that they should not do well in this game and really show some of that versatility. The Steelers offense, it is time 
for you to fly. Fly, Steelers, fly. That doesn't sound right. Shouldn't sound right. It's the Eagles' Keystone State rivalry. We'll see how that pans out. In the meantime, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, I've got my picks. I used to call it the winner segment. Not really anymore. It's the anything but winner segment, but it's still fun. I still enjoy doing it. So stay tuned. We'll be back with winners right after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time for another uh, Friday. It is Friday. I can't believe this week has flown by. I hope you are ready for the a great weekend and a great Pittsburgh Steelers Sunday, 1 o'clock, Heinz Field, kickoff time, Philadelphia Eagles. They always give the Steelers fits. But you know what? We're going to talk about predictions across the board. Thursday night football has already happened, so we're not going to talk about that game. What we do need to do is we need to get that music queued up. We need to get that music queued up. Let me get that tape ready. Here we go. And let's go. All right, everyone. So here we go. Thursday Night Football, like I said, is in the books. And now let's take a look at, oh, an AFC North rivalry here. I'm going to say call it a rivalry, but the Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Baltimore Ravens. This is a huge spread. The Bengals are getting 13.5 points with an over-under of 51.5. I don't think the Bengals are going to win this game but I don't think the Ravens are going to run away with it. The Ravens barely covered against Washington last week. They did not look good in that game. I'm not a believer in this. And hey, if you haven't noticed, Lamar Jackson missed practice this week because of a knee injury. I will say take the Cincinnati Bengals getting 13 and a half, and I'll take the over of 51 and a half. You heard it here first. Take the Bengals getting the points. Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, we will get to that game in a second. Carolina Panthers, Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Carolina is getting two and a half points in this game. I think that Teddy Bridgewater is just starting to settle in. Atlanta, my gosh, they can't get out of their own way. This might be close, but I'm going to take Carolina getting two and a half. I'm going to take the over, which is 54 and a half. I have been as stunned as anyone. I thought that the offenses were going to struggle coming out of the gate. That has not happened. They have not struggled. If anything, the offense has been ahead of the defense. I think that this is an over game, 54 and a half. You're going to hear me going over a lot from now on the las vegas raiders go to the kansas city chiefs in kansas city arrowhead stadium kansas city's coming off the monday night victory over the new england patriots without cam newton and 
they didn't look that great there. But uh, Las Vegas has dropped two games in a row. They're 2-2. Two and two. Las Vegas is getting 13 points. My goodness, 13 points. These spreads are gigantic. I don't know what Vegas knows that we don't. But Vegas Raiders, I think they keep it close enough that they win getting the 13 points. I'll take Las Vegas getting 13, 56 and a half over under, take the over. That one could be a shootout. The Los Angeles Rams going across country to Washington to play the Washington football team. LA is giving seven and a half. I like the Rams to cover here. Washington is not playing Dwayne Haskins. They're not going... I don't even know. The last name is Allen. I'm not even sure who this guy is. Their quarterback is an unknown. Going against Aaron Donald, I don't think Washington is going to score many points. I think L.A. is going to score a lot of points. I take L.A. giving 7.5. Over-under is at 45.5. I say take the Rams. Now, the next game on the docket is the Buffalo Bills traveling to Tennessee. We don't know if that game's even going to happen. The Tennessee Titans continue to have positive cases, so we are not even picking that game right now. It's Friday. They haven't made a decision yet, so therefore I am skipping that game. If it does happen, I think the Bills win anyways. So there you have it. There's no over-under line. There's no spread because Vegas doesn't know if that game's even going to be played. Next, the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins go across country to play the New York Jets. At In New York, Arizona's giving 7.5. This is very similar to the last game I just picked. No, not the Buffalo game, but the L.A. Rams going across country to the Washington football team. I think the Cardinals, they've been struggling a little bit lately. They still put up a lot of points. I think they're going to cover. I think the New York Jets are an implosion waiting to happen. I think Adam Gase is going to get fired before the season's over. I think Arizona wins this game and they cover, giving 7.5. I'll take the over of 47.5. The Jacksonville Jaguars travel to the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are 0-4. They don't look good. Bill O'Brien's gone. They're going to hire a new GM. And the Romeo Cornell, 73-year-old, is the oldest NFL coach in NFL history. Uh, head coach, I should say. The Jacksonville Jaguars are getting six and a half points. Houston, I think, is going to win this game, but I think it's going to be close. I'll take the Jacksonville Jags getting six and a half. As for the over-under of 54 and a half, I'm going to take the under in this one. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as people think. The Miami Dolphins traveling to the San Francisco 49ers. Miami is giving... Nine, I'm sorry, getting nine points. Miami's getting nine points. Ryan Fitzpatrick is still labeled as the starting quarterback. It just seems like it's a waiting game until Tua gets his shot. Nonetheless, I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins getting nine. I don't think they're going to win. I think it's going to be close. I'll take the Dolphins getting nine. Over under at 48 and a half. I will take the under. New York Giants, Dallas Cowboys. The Giants haven't won a game yet. The Dallas Cowboys are in shambles. They don't look that good. They're coming off of a horrible loss to the Cleveland Browns last week in Dallas. This game is also in Dallas. I'm going to take the Cowboys giving 9.5. I think they're going to win and cover. I'll take the over at 53.5. Another game that Vegas is unsure about, and that's the New England Patriots and the Denver Broncos. The New England Patriots are already without Cam Newton due to being on the COVID reserve list. Now Stephon Gilmore, the talented cornerback, the defensive player of the year in 2019, he also tested positive for COVID. They're not sure if this game is going to be played. There is no spread. There is no over-under. But I think it's safe to say that even with backups at those positions, I'll still take the Patriots to beat the Broncos if it even happens. Next, the Indianapolis Colts. This is going to be a good game. Indianapolis Colts, 425, travel to the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns, like I said, are coming off of a big win. Some way, somehow, the Browns are getting points in this game. They're getting one and a half points playing at home. Cleveland Browns, I think, win this game. 
I'm not, never have been, never will be a believer in Phillip Rivers. I think Cleveland wins. They keep, they're, they're still red hot. Cleveland wins getting getting one and a half. Over under I'm a 47 and a half. I will take the over. Next, Sunday night football. Minnesota Vikings travel to Seattle. This one could be a high scoring affair. Seattle's getting seven. I think they win. I think they cover. And I will take the over at 57 and a half. Monday night football. As of right now, there's only one game. The Los Angeles Chargers at the New Orleans Saints. There's already been talk about this game maybe being moved to Indianapolis due to a hurricane that's threatening New Orleans. Nonetheless, Los Angeles is getting seven and a half. I like how the Chargers have been playing recently. They're keeping it close. They're playing really competitive football. I think that they lose this game, but I think that they stay keep it close enough. I think the Chargers, I'll take the Chargers getting seven and a half with an over-under of 51 and a half. I'll take the over. And then, obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. The Steelers are seven-point favorites in this game, giving the Eagles seven. Over-under is set at 44 and a half. 44 and a half. I know I just talked about in the first segment how the Steelers offense needs to really get going. I just don't see it happening this week. I'm actually going to take the Eagles getting getting seven points. I don't think they win outright, just so we're clear. I think the Steelers win. I think the over-under at 44 and a half, I'll take the under. I think the Steelers win this game by a final score of 20 to 17. It's going to be close. It's going to be a defensive battle. But I think the Pittsburgh Steelers win this game by a score of 20 to 17 and advance their record to 4 and 0. So there you have it, folks. Those are my picks. I wish I could say they're my winners. I haven't been doing too hot recently, but I think, hey, you know, I have been doing well with picking Pittsburgh Steelers games. I'm 3 and 0. I've picked them to win every week. I think they're going to win again this week, but in terms of the spread, that seven points is going to loom large. I think Carson Wentz and the Eagles are going to be better. I think they're going to look good. They're going to they're coming off their first win. Pittsburgh might come out sluggish. Dave Schofield talked about it in his Stat Geek podcast on Thursday morning. He said that coming off of the bye, the Steelers are have a very good win percentage under Mike Tomlin. The offense typically though really struggles coming off the bye. So we'll see. How that pans out. Now let's talk about some fantasy football players. You should start players. You should sit within the Pittsburgh Steelers. And again, I feel like I've said it every single week and I'll say it again. This Steelers team is really tough outside of Ben Roethlisberger to pick to play, whether it's, excuse me, whether it's in daily fantasy or whether it's in your traditional fantasy league. Because when you look at these statistics, you look at how they're just spreading the ball around. Like Roethlisberger, I think is turning into a player that you can start almost weekly. He doesn't cost a lot in daily fantasy, yet he's going to produce. And he hasn't been turning the ball over, which has been his bugaboo since, I don't know, the last 10 years when he started to really throw the ball more in his career. Nonetheless, outside of Roethlisberger in the defense, because I feel like the defense you could start every week, especially this week, they could really rack up some sacks. I think this might be a week you want to really start the Steelers defense if you didn't already. But you look at James Conner, he's averaging 5.6 yards per carry. He has two touchdowns. But again, you don't know if all of a sudden they're going to start using Benny Snell at the goal line or now with Anthony McFarland in the mix. What's that going to look like? Is he going to take away snaps and potential for fantasy points from James Conner? Benny Snell's fumbled twice. I don't think anyone's going to be putting him in their lineup this week, nor should you. But then when you look at the passing attack, Juju Smith-Schuster with three touchdowns seems like an obvious pick if you're looking for red zone targets. 
But then you have Chase Claypool as a touchdown. Deontay Johnson has a touchdown. Eric Ebron has a touchdown. It really does look to me like this offense is going to be just, we're going to spread it around. We're going to make sure that it, it isn't like what it was with the killer bees. Like I said, in the first segment where you could plug Antonio Brown into your lineup, you could plug Le'Veon Bell into your lineup and you knew they were going to get you double digit points every single week, no matter what. The Steelers just don't have that this year. And that's okay. That's okay. Believe it or not, I think the Steelers offense could be better without that. Nonetheless, it also makes it more challenging for fantasy football players and fantasy football owners as they prepare for the upcoming week. So I know that's kind of kicking the can down the street, but ultimately it's difficult. It's difficult to put, to play the Steelers outside of Roethlisberger and outside of that defense. I don't feel like there's anyone that you could say is a must start player every single week because you just don't know. Juju might go off and have over a hundred this week, or it could be Deontay Johnson, or maybe it's chase Claypool with a huge catch and run again for a touchdown. You just can't predict this stuff and it makes it challenging. So there you have it. Folks, I hope you enjoyed this week's content, not just on my show, Let's Ride, but all across the board. I really recommend, if you haven't checked it out yet, I had a little rant, breaking news podcast about the Titans yesterday. I didn't talk about it on this show because I did that show yesterday, so go and check that out on our audio platform. But remember that BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy the game. I hope you had a great week, and I hope you have a great weekend plan. Just always remember, in these crazy times in 2020, be safe, be kind, and God bless. We will see you after the game on Sunday for the Steelers post game. Check it out. Here we go, Steelers. 4-0. Let's do it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.